welcome back to another episode of the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you very, very much for tuning in this week. I'm so grateful to have you all here and to be sharing this knowledge with all of you. Uh, today we have a very special episode because I have the first interviewee ever on this show. Uh, many of you know this person and uh, many of you don't. So for that reason, we will go ahead and introduce the one, the only, my most beautiful fiance, Ashley Alvarez. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be on the show. Thanks for having me, babe. Absolutely. I'm happy to have you here. Um, yeah, so for those of you who do not already know, Ashley and I are acro yoga teachers. Uh, we've been doing acro yoga for a while, and that is what this episode is going to be about. So we are going to just kind of talk about how we got into it, how long we've been doing it, and why we enjoy it so much. So to kick it off, I just want to run a few questions by Ashley to help all of you get more acquainted with her. So we'll do a little rapid fire here. Uh, all right, Ashley, starting off, where were you born? I was born in California, West Covina specifically, but my family is from Venezuela and Colombia. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, and where are you currently living? Living in LA. Nice. Have a great roommate. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously this is pretty funny because I know all these answers mostly, but continuing on, uh, what book are you currently reading? Hmm, well... Right now, I'm in the whole self-help craze, so I'm reading a lot of Joe Dispenza and The Body Keeps the Score, just certain books like that. I'm a person who's always reading like five books at a time, and I just pick and pick it up, and then I leave it, and then I remember about it. So yeah, all over the place. <laughs> this is very true. I see her reading tons of books all the time, and they're always different, but she is definitely a quick reader, so I think that helps out, whereas I take my time with my books, but all good. Different styles. Um, okay. What's your favorite quote? Favorite quote? Oh, hmm. Well, I mean, there's so many that come to mind, but I guess for the moment right now, I would say Be Here Now by Ram Das, which is obviously a very popular quote, but I feel like there's nothing like the present moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think it's simple, but no, that's a good one. Yeah. Simple and sweet, but lots of depth to it. I like that. Yeah, being present is so huge. It's really great for uh, mental health as well. Uh, okay, and then what is your favorite way to spend your free time? I would say my favorite way to spend my free time in general is doing something new. So I really put a lot of value in experience. So I enjoy hiking seeing and discovering a new place, eating mm -hmm. different foods, connecting with different cultures, every like just anything that allows you to experience something different. I feel like there's a lot of growth from that. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's what I enjoy the most. That's awesome, babe. Yeah, I, I would agree wholeheartedly that that is your favorite way to spend your free time. Uh, but yeah, okay. So that is the end of the fire or rapid fire questions here. And now let's jump into acro yoga. So first off, Ashley, what do you think is the best way to explain acro yoga to someone who has never done it before or maybe even never heard of it? Okay, well, I would say that acro yoga is a combination of several things. 
one being acrobatic, mm-hmm. hence in the name, and also right. yoga. Right. Um, and also, I would say a Thai massage, like a therapeutic kind of mm-hmm. physical yep. form. Right. So I would say it's between those three three components nice. kind of make up acro yoga. Right. Yeah. No, very true. I mean, obviously, acro yoga deriving from acrobatic yoga. And yes, the Thai massage part is really huge as well. There's a whole literally category of acro yoga called acro acroputics, like acro therapeutics. And I think Ashley really enjoys that because she kind of gets to get a nice stretch out of it and kind of relax and hang out. It's like a little little mini spa day for Ashley. <laughs> yeah, can't deny. It's definitely relaxing. Yeah. Um, and then, so for someone who has literally never heard of acro yoga, what it is, is I will go ahead and just kind of explain this and correct me if you have any add-ons, Ashley. But, uh, you know, you have a person called the base and they are typically the one who is on the ground, uh, usually lying on their back with their legs lifted up, kind of making an L shape. And the flyer, which is in this case, Ashley... Uh, She would be on either my feet or my hands, something of that sort. And you pretty much just hold poses or link poses together in a flow or what they call washer machine, which is a repetition of moves that link together and you can do them over and over and over again. It's like a loop, Uh, hence washer machine, right? And uh, yeah, it's probably the best way to explain it without actually just showing you on Google what Acroyoga is. Mm-hmm. And then for safety measures, there's always a spotter there mm-hmm. too, making sure, especially if you're doing advanced moves, yep. you're not putting your body at risk. Right. And that is huge. Yeah. Okay, Ash. So let's see. When when did we get into acro yoga? But as well, when did you start getting into yoga? Because you were into it before uh, we even tried acro yoga. So jump onto that. Yeah, I say I started doing yoga in high school. I just thought it was a nice way to connect my mind and body. And yeah, that's kind of what started where I started doing yoga. Mm -hmm. But I remember we started doing acro because I was watching, I don't know, something on YouTube. And it was just kind of like partner acro. And it was maybe 2014 and mm-hmm. we were just bored one day at Evan's house and I was like, hey, let's see if we can do these moves. And it kind of started from there and we ended up enjoying it. So in our free time, we just would practice acro moves. Yep, absolutely. No, that's, I, I yeah, from what I can recall, that's definitely how that happened. Uh, I remember... Pretty much the day when Ashley showed me on her phone the video and was like, babe, we should try this. And uh, obviously, we were kind of like, okay, yeah, we should be able to do these. But acro yoga can definitely be a little bit challenging when you first try it, which is always why it's nice to have uh, kind of show, someone showing you the ropes. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been really great. And yeah, 2014. And then so you've been doing yoga for how long would you say you've actually been ac- doing yoga yourself? Um. I would say maybe since I was 16, mm-hmm. so over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. 10 years. No, that's a good amount of time. I remember uh, before Ashley and I started dating, I had done one Pilates slash yoga DVD <laughs> that my mom had <laughs> in the living room with my sister. 
Um, and then after that, Ashley started getting me into it. And actually, acro yoga is what really kicked off my uh, yoga experience, I would say, because I was really lacking in flexibility uh, while we were doing certain things in, in acro yoga. So that's why I really started getting into uh, yoga. Yeah, I definitely think it encouraged you to do more yoga. Oh, yeah. To get better in our moves and advance. Yeah, I, I started getting not competitive, but I started getting really determined to get some of these moves. So I realized I needed to increase my flexibility because the strength was there, but my flexibility was really lacking. I mean, Ashley can tell you guys, I actually could not touch my toes um, when we first started doing acro yoga. So I was very like not flexible. Yeah, I think that's a big misconception because I think a lot of people assume that as a base, you just have to be strong and as a flyer you have to be more flexible however we came to realize that having flexibility as a base is very very helpful because you kind of use bone stacking Mm -hmm. as a way to alleviate like you don't have to use as much strength when you are when your bones are stacked you're able to ease a lot of that weight right So, and what Ashley's kind of hint, like mentioning here is that, so when I first started doing acro with Ashley, um, you know, I I had a lot of weight training experience, but not a lot of flexibility experience. So when I was laying down on my back and I would put my legs up in the air to, you know, lift Ashley, uh, I could never straighten my legs fully without arching my back because my hamstrings and my lower back were so tight. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what ended up happening is, I was using all my muscle to support Ashley, which Ashley's not crazy heavy, but over time, it becomes much harder to hold her up. So what Ashley's referring to is that when I have a good stack, that means that from my feet down to my pelvis, it is one straight line. So all of my bones are like on top of each other, supporting the weight as opposed to just my muscles mainly supporting me, right? Yeah, I would say like having a complete 90 degree angle Mm -hmm, definitely helps and there's less strain. So Mm -hmm. having more flexibility, even as a base, will allow you to just have a better practice Mm -hmm, and more endurance. And to counter that as a flyer, you actually need to have a lot of strength. It's a lot of core work. I was just going to say, can we talk about that core work? (laughs) It's a lot of core work. Even just simple moves as a bird, you're really like using a lot of your core and just having a lot of body awareness too, I think is important as a flyer because Mm -hmm. you're kind of upside down and you get confused what's left, what's right. There's just a lot of a lot of spinning so yeah it's pretty funny when you're upside down in a new pose or something and it's like okay move your left leg over this way <laughs> it, it makes no sense when you're upside down what's your left leg and which way to move it. it's crazy yeah I would say acro definitely makes you more conscious of your movements yeah yeah and also kind of activating muscles that you normally maybe wouldn't activate you know Uh, Mm -hmm. just because you're in these different positions being upside down or, you know, on your side and and having to engage so many parts of your, especially your core, right? Like your core and your back muscles Mm -hmm. are constantly being engaged. Yeah, definitely staying tight, making sure you're not flailing. Oh, yeah. And all of that helps. Mm -hmm. That's and that's the really big thing, too, is in acro yoga, we always say the flyer should be 
very tight, like a board of wood. If you were to think of like that in comparison to a, a bag of sand, right? Like the sand doesn't really have so much shape and form. So it's much harder to balance something like that as opposed to something that's very rigid and tight, uh, which makes a big difference. And that, I think that's hard for a flyer though, right, Ash? Because if you're in a crazy position and like you freak out, like your first thing is you're going to want to like flail out of there. And so learning to remain calm and stay tight is pretty big, huh? Yeah, having control and yeah. under even situations where you don't feel as stable, just kind of knowing, okay, I still have to keep it together in order mm-hmm. to have the best outcome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's really cool though. Uh, I, I also think one thing that's so amazing about aqua yoga though is the enjoyment you receive from it like it doesn't feel like you're doing a workout necessarily right yeah like I think that's one of the things that we talk about a lot is that acro is is a form of play it's Mm. you know when you're young and you would play with your friends in the playground rolling around like there was way more connection that we had right and I think that with acro we're able to kind of work with others and just have a form of play where we could all progress together doing Mm -hmm. a physical activity together right and yeah it's a great way to kind of unleash that part that I feel we don't really have as adults anymore. It's so true. Um, Actually, prior to, you know, doing this podcast, I did do a little bit of research. This one is obviously not going to have a lot of science backing uh, in this episode, but I did do uh, some research on what play does for adults. And the things I was finding was really interesting because obviously as we get older, we lose our sense of play, right, Ash? I mean, that's just kind of, you have to grow up, right? But uh you know, they've, they've shown that playing board games or puzzles, things like that, will really help maintain memory and thinking skills. Uh, and then just play in general can relieve a lot of stress, um, improve relationships and connections, develop and improve social skills, and teach cooperation, which is really huge because if you think about it, play as a kid kind of helps develop you as a person, right? At, like, would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think that's yeah. important to like continue playing and still develop those skills. Yeah, and then with the cooperation part, I think that is so important mm, yeah. because you're working together to get a move down or to progress and just understanding that in order to be successful at that, you need to work together. Right. And, you know, as a flyer as well, you're putting a lot of trust on the base and you have to also know that like, it's not just about you. You're mm-hmm. shifting that individualistic right. aspect to a more cooperating, yeah. communicating, yeah. and all of those things that ultimately, outside of acro, is a very helpful, helpful things to be working on. So. Right, right. Yeah, because it's not too often that you do an exercise where you have to really take into consideration the other person and their abilities and limitations as well. Um, you know, if you were just, let's say, lifting weights, that's a very personal thing. So you just have to think about what your limitations are. But a lot of the times when I'm doing a pose with Ashley, you know, especially in the beginning, it's like, if I start losing balance, it's going to go down quick. So I have to be very cautious and conscious of uh, what my limitations are. But also, how is Ashley doing? I mean, being upside down four feet in the air is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, just having that sense of cooperation and trust and ultimately even as a flyer 
being able to commit enough mm. because when you lack that trust yeah. or you're not able to voice yourself if something's uncomfortable and your base doesn't know, right. it also is something that I feel will help enhance kind of a lot of those qualities that we push aside. Okay. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think the other part of the cooperation that's huge is probably the communication though, right? Like I would say personally, uh, I've learned a lot of communication, like communication skills through acro yoga, right? Yeah. I think it's since acro is a partner based workout, Mm -hmm. you definitely need communication in order to advance. Right. And when things aren't going the right way, you can't just think about yourself. You have to make sure, okay, well, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. Can we proceed here? Mm -hmm. Is it better if I do this? Right. Well, and that was huge for me because as a base, I would feel very comfortable in something. And I wouldn't be thinking... You know, I in my head I'm like, "Oh, don't worry, Ashley, you're fine. Don't don't freak out in this position even though she's way up in the air upside down and, you know, a fall could mean her hitting her head or something, which is really scary, you know? Um so having to put myself in her perspective and re- un- really understand that and being able to when she says, "Hey, I'm not feeling comfortable in this position or something," Even though I felt comfortable and it's like, no, no, I know we got it. We can do this. I had to also understand where she was coming from and be receptive and say, okay, let's come down. Let's get you out of this correctly and safely before it goes awry, Uh, which is also why having the spots is huge because Mm -hmm. uh, if you're doing these advanced moves, you kind of want that support, right? Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to falling, that's another thing is... We try to practice falling safely. Yeah, that's so big. And that's what also acro is about, taking risks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, being more responsible. Obviously, we're not trying to injure one another. But, you know, if something goes wrong, it is really important to know how to fall. Right. But also being open to trying new things. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think doing it with a level of safety is huge, but being open to try new things. And and I think that's the creative, the creativity or the creative part of acro yoga is just finding different ways to move your body and get into a different position. Uh, yeah, it's, it's neat. It's kind of neat once you get one of these new moves down or something, it's really uh, like a good feeling, but uh, you'd never get there if you don't try those kind of scary-ish things. Hey everyone, I hope you're all enjoying this episode so far. I wanted to just take a quick second and give a shout out to the sponsor of this podcast episode, which is brought to you by the Earth and Air Beginners Acro Yoga eCourse. This is a program designed by Ashley and I for people who have been wanting to try out acro, but maybe weren't sure how to get started. So we decided to cover over 30 different poses along with the transitions to get from one pose to the next. We break down each move in tutorial style videos to give you the tips and the tricks on how to excel in your acro yoga practice. We wanted to make this program accessible to everyone since we believe that acro yoga is just so beneficial on so many different levels. 
and therefore we decided to price this program at just $65, which will obviously be split by two people, being you and your acro yoga partner. And it covers well over what we learned in a full year of practice for just $65. So to find this program, I will be sure to put a link in the show notes, or you can also find it in the bio link on our acro yoga Instagram page, which is at earth and air acro, no spaces, or go to earthandair.teachable.com. Once again, no spaces in there. It's made through the Teachable app, so you can literally practice with us anywhere you have your phone or your computer with you. And yeah, we hope you all enjoy and share your acro progress with us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at earth and air acro and tag us in your acro posts. Thank you for the love and support. And now we'll get back to the episode. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I think that when I started acro, there was so many moves that I would see advanced acro yogis do. And I always thought, there's no way I could do that. There's no way I'm going to be able to, you know, do Hanahan or any of those things where um, now a lot of it, what I struggled with seems so much easier and I can accomplish it. So it's a great way to show progression and also get rid of those limiting beliefs that I had previously thought mm-hmm. and now I'm able to actually do them. So yeah. it's very rewarding. It is absolutely rewarding for sure. Um, okay. And so I guess I'll ask you, you've already hit on a few of these, but so what is the, what, what do you enjoy the most about acro yoga? I think what I enjoy most about acro yoga is the sense of building something with someone. So mm-hmm. I feel like in our personal relationship and just to say, just to clarify, acro yoga doesn't have to be with like your romantic partner. Exactly. But when it comes to our relationship, I think it there's a lot of lessons that this physical activity has taught us that also helps with our relationship, like communication, mm-hmm. um, trust, setting yeah. boundaries, all of those things that I think are so important in your in acro as well as our relationship yeah no for sure i i really think that there's a lot to be had from acro yoga outside of just the physical realm um and like you said it's not it doesn't have to be for couples i think there are a lot of beneficial things for couples but in general just learning to communicate with people and see where they're coming from what their point of view is is really huge uh, and then being able to listen and respect, like Ashley said, like people's boundaries, all that is really good, but it's great for a relationship, I think. Yeah. But aside from that, I feel like we have established a great community and met so many people in acro yoga that I feel is so important, especially now where we're missing, you know, that communication and being around other people and working with others. And I realized like when we would do community like be with groups of other people and do acro with them our practice would also advance because maybe they knew certain moves that we didn't or certain techniques and all of that it's you can build on you can build your practice with work by working with others right right because back when we first started and we were just doing those videos that you showed me uh, you know, progress was really slow because we were having to watch these videos just over and over and over again, and no one was explaining them, which was really hard. And I think once we started finally taking classes, that's when we advanced more, right? Yeah. Um, I think in the beginning, maybe for the first 
year, half a year, year, we were just self teaching mm-hmm. our acro. So we would just look at videos and watch them, pause it, try to do it, watch, pause, right, and just try to figure it out on our own. Which I think we actually fared pretty well by doing it on our own. Yeah, yeah. But I remember our first acro yoga class. We went. It was actually in Bali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. And. What was really cool about that is it was beginner and we kind of already had learned those moves on our own. Yeah. But we quickly realized how much easier it would have been to have had instructors kind of teaching us the techniques and all of that. And we would have progressed even further if we had that in the beginning. Yeah. So after Bali, that's when we came back and we were just looking for an acro yoga community and near your hometown, there was a yoga room mm-hmm. and they were doing acro classes every Wednesday. And I think being with other people really progressed and having good instruction yeah, really yeah. advanced our acro. Yeah, absolutely. I think first off, you just get the whole mix of people. And so everyone's bringing something new to the table, which is really cool because mm-hmm. you can grow a community in that right. sense. You know, like as a whole, the community kind of gets better as everyone brings something new to the table. Um, but yeah, it was kind of crazy when we first went to these classes, you know, for the first time and we would get these instructions from our teachers on, Hey, move your foot this way or put your hand here or just, you know, little tiny tweaks. And yet they would make a world of a difference and make the move just for, yeah, for both of us so much easier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was nuts. And on that note too, the placement is really huge because I remember there was one move where I was putting my foot so wrong on Ashley and she would tell me, oh, it hurts. And I was like, uh, does it really though? And then <laughs> next yeah, week she had, had like a, a co- bruise. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I've had a couple bruises when it comes to acro, but battle wounds. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, having a teacher is huge. I think it just, it advances the practice much more, at least in the beginning, right? Until you're, you have a really solid foundation. Yeah, and then also just being consistent with acro. I think that when you're starting something new, it's really easy to just kind of like, oh, I don't really see the progress. But really being consistent Mm -hmm. allows you to just find, like things just become easier over time. I remember certain moves felt uncomfortable. And then the more you do it, the more you adjust, the easier it gets. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Ashley. Do you think... Because a lot of times there's people who are like, oh, I can't do that. Or that's, you know, it looks cool, but it's just, I'm, I'm too big. I'm not strong enough. I'm not flexible enough, blah, blah, blah. Like, so who would acro be for then? Or is it for everyone? Not for everyone? Like, what do you think? I think it's definitely for everyone. You have to really be willing to get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of us were not used to having this type of exercise but getting out of your comfort zone and when it comes to feeling like oh I don't think I could do that honestly you can it's really easy to cave into those limiting beliefs and think you can't but you are around a community of open people and you'd be very surprised with how well you could get Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well tell them what whenever so if ever Ashley and I are showing acro to anyone and they're like, oh, well, that's cool, but I'm not strong enough or something like that. What, what do we do? Yeah. So 
going back to that bone stacking method. Yeah, yeah. Because I have that flexibility, I'm able to really like, well, lift Evan, even though he's double my size. Right. And I could do bird and as a base. So Evan, in this case, would be the flyer. Yep. And I think people are like, wow, like, I can't believe that you could lift. Yeah. Yeah, people's faces and jaws kind of drop when Ashley gets on the ground and they see me like about to go into a pose. Yeah. yeah so I love I love it when we show that, though, because it really does show that with good technique, you can support a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And so that's why people when they're so freaked out to try it, you know, or they're self-conscious or something. And then we show them that it really opens them up to the idea that, oh, OK, well, I guess that I can do this then. Exactly. Yeah. So. Okay, so to kind of wrap all of this up, um, why do you think people should give acro yoga a try? I think there are so many physical and emotional positives to acro. Yeah. On the physical side, you build flexibility, strength, coordination, balance, all of those things. But also on the emotional side, you're openly able to communicate. Mm -hmm, Yeah having a better way to connect with others, cooperating, re- just being in a community, yeah. all of those yeah. things too. And I think it's also important. Yeah, it really is. I think there's so much to be gained from acro yoga. It's more than just a workout, uh, truly. So if you want to work on your communication skills or make new friends or even just have a exercise that you look forward to doing you know um there's so many things or strengthen your relationship with your partner or with others exactly yeah no i I think it's a really great um building uh exercise and just kind of activity to do um i also think it's really nice as a couple you know just going back to ashley and i here to have something that you're able to do together you know um we enjoy doing hiking and things like that because we're able to do them together and um you know not saying you have to do everything with your couple or your your other uh your partner but uh it does it's nice when you do have certain activities that you both can engage in you know yeah and it's something where you can grow together in which Mm -hmm. is a cool cool thing to work on it's like Evan isn't good and I'm not good individually, but together we can grow and be good in acro and learn new moves. So. Right, right. Yeah, because acro is truly a exercise or practice that you have to have someone else with you to do it. So mm-hmm. uh, that is really a pretty neat thing about this, I would say. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for today's episode. Um, I'm super grateful for all of you who listened today. And yeah, if you've ever been curious about acro yoga, definitely give it a try. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and give it a go. Uh, I would highly recommend finding someone who is experienced in acro yoga already, uh, because when you're starting out, that is the time where it's most necessary and it's most needed. Um, Yeah, Yeah, you want to set a good foundation for your practice. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, setting a good foundation is huge. And then from there, you can grow. So if I were you and you were curious about getting into it, go ahead and try to find um, either a local studio. Maybe it's uh, someone online, but that is able to really break down moves, um, such as our program that we have. That's also a good option. Or just, like I said, contact someone. Maybe do a private or a class. Uh, those are really the best ways because you could always do it on your own and just watch, um, you know, people doing it and try to recreate it like Ashley and I did, but you're going to be spinning your wheels for a while. So, uh, getting a good foundation is huge. 
And yeah, so definitely go give it a try. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out to me at any time. I love talking about Acro and just having fun with it. So uh, feel, yeah, feel free to reach out to either Ashley or I. And yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for having me and get out of your comfort zone and try acro yoga, everyone. Love it, Ashley. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us and making Elemental Evan show history, Ashley. Uh, and yeah, to all the listeners, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, we both send you all our love and gratitude, and we hope you have a great week. Peace. Peace.